Today's episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Haven't heard about Anchor? Well, let me explain. It's free. That's right, F-R-E-E, free. Anchor has many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then take your podcast and distribute it for you. It can now be heard on multiple podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your dream now. Oh, we're live. <laughs> Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, A.J. Johnson. What's up, buddy? How's it going on this beautiful Thursday? What an abrupt ending. Like, I was ready to ride the, the music slide down, and we're here dancing. It's like, psych, caught you off guard. Just exposed with the windows down <laughs> we're going all in we, we went all in right away what's up buddy i'm good man i don't mind dancing in the camera I mean, i'm all about it if it, y'all want to throw some cash app ones at me i'm all right with that <laughs> at, at least we remember the intro this time we did our show yesterday and of course i gotta go behind the curtain i want everyone to know about this we went behind the curtain and we forgot to put the intro video in as the beginning and aj and i we spent about at least 10 minutes discussing how we were going to intro the first live show like figuring out ways to do it like the the thing where we have a countdown we have different things we're like let's just open it with our socials and that, that'll be fine and and we both forgot we both forgot that what that's made for us that perfectly works Spent so much time on this intro made it look good it flows and we're like yeah we don't need to use that. Why would we use our intro video for our show? That's crazy. Who does it, that? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> intro videos. Those are overrated. You might we might <laughs> want to come out hard and just give them our socials just right away. That's like mm. I feel like that's it was aggressive. It was a little yeah. aggressive. It's a little. It's, you know, sometimes you got to ask for a little bit of love. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So <laughs> without because there was no intros or there was no plugs in the beginning, there was an actual intro video. AJ, how about you tell them where they can find us? Tell them where it goes down. Well, tell them where it goes down. That beautiful Twitter where we are also live right now at Rough Cut Sportscast. You can hit us up on Instagram as the Rough Cut Sportscast. Hit that like, hit that share, hit that follow. And then you know what to do. Tell, 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 tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. And of course, we are sponsored by Halftime Sports Collectibles. This episode, yesterday's episode, tomorrow's episode, every episode sponsored by Halftime Sports Collectibles. You can check them out at HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. They have some great deals coming up in a little bit. We will have our item of the week coming up. Before we get into our main event, which is obviously hockey. Let's do that hockey. You know, hockey I, was tailored. I was like, he got that jersey. You look real excited. You know, any day that we come on this show, if you see a big old smile from Vinny, we're probably talking hockey. 
<laughs> we're probably going to talk a little bit of hockey. Now, me, myself, and I, I enjoy the ice. I play a little bit of NHL here and there. I watch I watch hockey when it's on. If it's a good game, you know, I'm not watching, like, the bottom of the barrel. Tampa Bay Lightning, before they were winning Stanley Cups, that's my team. I'm a Florida boy. I get it. Vinny don't feel that way about them, but he'll come around eventually. No. I'm a casual hockey fan, so, but this so- guy – let me give you a little background here, though. Let me give you a little background that you might not know, and this is really what stems from my hatred for the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's the fact that there were, I would say, two or three straight years where the New York Rangers literally traded everyone away. They were on full rebuild mode, and they traded them all away to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, literally, back-to-back years, the Rangers traded their two captains, first Ryan Callahan and then Ryan, yeah, Ryan Callahan and then Ryan McDonough, Both of them ended up going to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Ryan McDonough, of course, won the Stanley Cup with you guys last year. So, yay to that. Yay to that. Happy to have him. I mean, hey, sometimes you got to create a pipeline, you know. A lot lot of Miami players go up north to Florida State. A lot of Tampa kids go up north to Florida State. Pipelines are very effective for a lot of people. And Tampa Bay to New York, why not? I'm about it. It's literally gotten to the point where, like, a lot of people refer to Tampa as, like, the New York Rangers of the South. Like, that's a thing. Chill, chill, chill. I mean, it's what it is. Literally, literally at one point on on that Tampa Bay Lightning team, the amount of former Rangers you had on that team could have filled another team by itself. Listen, listen. listen, Just because y'all want to cling on to success don't mean y'all got to start taking our team name and calling us the Rangers. It's Tampa Bay Lightning. Distant thunder. That's what we do. Y'all can keep that ranger stuff up north. Y'all right on the border of Canada. Y'all ranger up. Eat some donuts and chill. Y'all can be the New York Rangers. We got Tampa Bay down south to where it belongs. I got to give a shout out here. Our, our boy Dylan, friend of the show. You can check him out at whenever he comes on the show. And wh- where's he at? AJ, tell him where, the, where he's at. Yes, big city podcast. Where he talks about my Rangers, by the way. Chicago, New York, all the big markets up there. Yeah. Spoiler alert, hopefully I'm allowed to say this. I will be joining the big city. I, I will be joining that podcast. Well, on get it. Talk hockey. Talk my Rangers, of course. Nice. So I'm excited. But I'm pulling up this comment here because our boy Dylan said, is that a Jimmy Craig jersey? Of course it's a Jimmy Craig jersey. <laughs> Jimmy Craig jersey. And I'll give you the background behind this jersey. Literally, this jersey, my wife got it for me because I quote the movie Miracle all the time. And my brother and I, we bring up Jimmy Craig all the time. There's one quote from the movie hockey fans will know. When Jack O'Callaghan comes up to Jimmy Craig before tryouts, he's like, Jimmy Craig, what's up, you sieve? And that's the quote we say all the time. That right there is the reason why this jersey is a thing. It's supposed to be hung up in my office somewhere, but I don't have space for it right now. So it's on my body and you want to know why it's on my body you want to know why i do want to know why because usa won the gold usa is gold we are world junior champions we beat canada two to nothing the other night to win gold i'm i'm still buzzing about that all we came out canada came out but they just weren't that anyway you're you're terrible you are terrible Terrible, terrible, terrible. Before I gotta ask you something, AJ, though, and this is serious. This is some serious stuff, okay? And I know this show is about hockey, and I know I'm very excited about it. I'm ready to get into it, but I have a quick question of the day for you. It's not hockey related, and I'm sorry to ruin the whole theme of the show with with non hockey talk. But there was a poll that was ran on our Facebook today, 
asking about a disgruntled Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans and whether or not the Jacksonville Jaguars should entertain the thought of trading first over the first overall pick, a.k.a. Trevor Lawrence, for Deshaun Watson. And I saw your vote. I saw your vote. You voted for you voted for taking Deshaun Watson over Trevor Lawrence. I posted that on the Jaguars fan page, and I got ripped to shreds for even thinking that Deshaun Watson would be a better pick over Trevor Lawrence. Can you tell people why that was your answer? Or was that just messing around? Okay, so it it, it was just stirring the pot. I was I wanted to I wanted to garner some conversation, a little back and forth from some people. I'm that type of dude that'll jump on Facebook or whatever, and I'll go ahead and I'll put in a vote or something, or I'll put a comment or something, and then I'm out. And then I'll let everybody else comment and talk about it and yell at each other else. I'm like I'm like one of the uh, the four henchmen, the four uh, four brothers of the apocalypse. I come in, I incite <laughs> chaos, and then I ride out. Like that's just what I do. So it's kind of for me to just kind of me to just stir the pot a little bit. However, however, it's not like it's not like that'd be the worst thing ever. I mean, Deshaun Watson is the only reason the Texans are even talked about. The only reason they're relevant still because he's there. I mean, he's the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL for a reason. He's talented. He, if he's going to leave anywhere, if he's going to leave the Texans, I mean, why not think about the Jaguars and what they can put together, especially if you get a King's ransom for Deshaun Watson and they can do some things around him. But, no, I don't think he should. I mean, I'd much rather him go to somewhere like the Bears who should have picked him up. But at the same time, I don't think the Bears deserve him because they shouldn't have passed on him. I feel like they should just suffer for being that dumb and grabbing <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> your guy. In this in no, this, this episode, Mitch Trubisky is the Devontae at- – Ooh, I don't even want to say his name again. <laughs> if you watched our last show, if you haven't, you can still check it out on our Facebook page or our Twitter page. Check it out at the Rough Cut Sports oh, Hey, right? Is it at Rough Cut Sports? At Rough Cut Sports Done deal. on Facebook. Done deal. But if you check that out, you know that there is a person I do not want to mention his name. Would Mitch Trubisky be that for you? Nah, nah. We can mention his name. I'm okay with that because once we mention his name, I get to talk bad about him because he's that bad. Like, even him getting a little better over the last couple of weeks still wasn't enough to do anything. I mean, it backdoored him into the playoffs because he got three wins. But other than that, nah. It, it, I'll say it again. It physically hurts me to watch Mitchell Trubisky play football. Physically hurts. It just does. Yeah, he. Uh, but, he's not good. He's not good, Bob. Not good. But – Today ain't about football. We knocked football all out of the park yesterday. We're going to have football all Saturday and Sunday, as excited as I am. But today, we're making you happy, man. Your sport is around the corner. Six days from now, that puck drops. You excited? Dude, I'm buzzing right now. Like the, So the puck drops on January 13th. The Rangers play on the 14th. I'm literally like, that's a tease to me. That is literally a tease. I'm going to be buzzing all weekend long. Like literally right now. The World Junior Championship got me super hyped up. And right now, it's USA Hockey Week. Next week, I can guarantee you that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday show, I will have I will be head-to-toe in Ranger gear. Guaranteed right here. Go all in, huh? Do, oh, you make predictions? do you make predictions on your Rangers team? I do. I do. So it's a little different for the Rangers. It's different for every t- other team but Alabama. Because, like, if Alabama loses and I predict that wrong – like that's a big deal because like they could literally not make the playoffs because of that. If I if I make a wrong prediction for a Ranger game, which I I most likely I 
nine times out of 10, I'll pick the team that's playing against the Rangers. I'm the hardest critic of my own team. Like it, you'll see that as we go further and further and talk the Rangers, it's literally going to be a thing where it's like, okay, this guy never picks his own team. What is he actually a fan? I have them tattooed on my leg. Okay. I have the Rangers logo tattooed on my leg. Yes. I am a fan. And yes, you could have lost a bet. (laughs) No, I don't lose bets. Remember? I don't remember. Pretty sure. Our best drafts, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I, I got a couple of W's in there. Did you? I had, the I had bigger fish and fry. I was getting real money. Did you win the series? Oh, I wasn't here for the series. Uh, oh, that was you somebody else. I got a twin. Your team, was, your team wasn't here for the series either. <laughs> uh, this guy is so funny. You know what the problem was? I picked Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Can that be a thing? Every episode we have a he shall not he who shall uh, not be named yeah. this week. Is, today's episode's Mitch Trubisky. Yesterday was Devontae Adams. Let's that's going to be a thing. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if Mitch Trubisky. Oof, see, said it already. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if he became a hockey player. I want to see him just get abused on the ice. Yeah. You know, J.J. Watt is a hockey guy. J.J. Watt is a huge hockey guy. Yeah, it's, he's, he's a big – I can see T.J. Watt playing hockey. I don't know if I can see J.J. I mean, Wisconsin, Wisconsin is, is a huge hockey school, so, I mean, well, yeah. That's, but, hey, hey, I'm going to ask you nicely here. Can we get into this hockey talk, like this 2021 preview? Do you want to drop the uh, halftime sports collectibles item of the week? Of course I want to drop the halftime sports collectibles item of the week here. This week, of course, because we're talking about hockey, this week's item of the week is a signed Darren McCarty jersey. Played for the Detroit Red Wings, one of the best teams of all time here. Historically, one of the best teams of all time. Signed Darren McCarty jersey for 90 bucks, only 90 bucks. Yesterday we had a sale on Nick Chubb jersey where it was 100. This is this guy and this will this will go out to a lot of guys who are not big hockey people. This dude was a bruiser. He was a fighter. He would beat the crap out of you every game. 129 fights. Uh, it's the dude is unreal, man. He will beat you senseless. He's a goon. I like to call him a goon. And I don't find that word offensive, by the way, just for all hockey fans here. I don't find that word offensive. He's a goon. It's on there. That's the item of the week here. Signed Detroit Red Wings, Darren McCarty jersey on there for 90 bucks, man. You can't beat those deals. HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. Check them out. I might go snag that jersey for my birthday. If you don't. <laughs> Somebody might. I'm, I might have I might have it in already for, uh, for a little gift. Not saying I do. Not saying I don't. Ooh. We're gonna get into it, man. Are you ready? You ready? I know you're ready. Let's do that hockey. Hey, 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 buddy. This is gonna be the first time I'm gonna be able to do this drop on the live show. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, so is it fair to say? So clearly, I mean, my first question I was gonna ask you if you what you were most excited about, but I mean, right now it seems like the fact that you're excited about the word hockey in general. Like, is there something coming up this season that you're really, really excited about, though? It, it gets me it gets me going man just, yeah just hockey in itself is something that gets me excited if anyone brings it up it's like one of those things where it's like in florida there's not that many hockey fans so if anyone brings up hockey i'm like dude oh my god hockey 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 let's go but what i'm looking forward to most this season man 
is the rivalries. And I'm going to show everyone here. The NHL this season is doing something a little bit differently. It is their new division alignment here. That's brand new for 2021. It, I don't think it'll stay, but for this season and this season alone, it is going to be so intense. I, I talked about it earlier with you before the show. Hockey's not one of those sports that a lot of people like a lot. Like, There's a lot of casual guys. There's not that many hardcore fans down here, at least. This is the season where casual fans become hardcore fans because take a look at this division chart. You have this North division here. All Canadian teams, because of obviously COVID reasons, there are so many rivalries alone in this division that it it's insane. You get to see Calgary versus Edmonton, what we call the Battle of Alberta, eight times this season. Eight times these teams are going to play each other. It is going to be ridiculous. Rivalries are what I think is what I'm most excited about this season. You're going to see the Islanders play the Rangers eight times a year, like eight times a season. You're going to see the Florida rivalry. There's Tampa versus the Panthers. That, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not as physical as the other rivalries, but that's still the rivalry. I'm most excited to see these blood feuds that we're going to see by season's end. Teams are going to get so sick and tired of each other this year. Yeah. It's going to be in like, there's obviously one of the things that's been talked about with hockey is the fighting going down. They're trying to slowly not get rid of it, but limit the amount of times that there are fights in the game this season. It's no holds barred, man. It's going to be insane with the amount of banging bodies fights, just absolute insanity because these teams, I would say by March are going to truly hate each other, like actually hate each other. So I'm most excited for the rivalries. <laughs> It's a fair point. I couldn't even imagine having to think about playing a team eight times in a season. I mean, like, feel like I feel like it's so repetitive. You just be like, oh man, we're up against these guys again. Like, I have yeah. to do this again. Like, yeah, exactly. See, you see teams coming out and just being a little lackluster because it's game five and like it's you know it's whatever. Yeah. Well, now they normally they normally interdivision play. I think they play four times a season, where it's like two home, that's, two yeah, away. But I mean, it's going to be insane. And I want to bring up this comment here. From from one of my boys here, Devils versus Rangers is what this means. The Devils and Rangers rivalry, the Battle of the Hudson River, it is going to be nuts this season. Last season, there were two rookies by the name of Jack Hughes of the Devils and Capo Caco. It's a weird name. You just you accept that one there. Of the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, basically, Jack Hughes <laughs> went number one. Capo Caco went number two. One to the Devils, two to the Rangers. That alone is going to be something that spices up this rivalry. Very excited to see it. But these two teams hate each other. There was one game between the Devils and the Rangers where it was a line brawl at the start of, like, the game. Like, both <laughs> coaches were like, hey, I'm going to put my bruisers out. You're going to put your bruisers out. And we're just dropping the gloves right away. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm to share that to our Twitter page after this because it was such – a fun time. Devils Rangers rivalry, Rangers Flyers rivalry. I'm I'm excited for all of it, man. Hell yeah, man. Eight times a game. So so you you play these teams eight times. Is that gonna do anything for parity within like the within the league, within the divisions? I mean, it seems like you're gonna have clear cut winners. Is that is that something that you think they're gonna take into the next couple seasons? Maybe not eight times a season, but something that makes it kind of clear cut where you don't have these questions coming down the end of the season so something that i think that they could take away from this season i don't think they'll take i don't necessarily think that that one would be good but if they take away 
I, I, a lot of hockey purists don't like this idea. And base, it's same for baseball. Maybe for basketball. I don't know. Maybe you guys think it too. Shorten the season. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you shorten the season, this is, I believe, what, 53 games a season as opposed to the normal 56. eight? Is it 56? Yeah. Is something, it's 56. Like, something along those lines. I can't remember off the top of my head. But as opposed to the normal 82 games, even something going from something like that, like that adds so much more excitement because every game matters. You get yeah. to the point at the beginning of the season in the 82 game season where you're like, okay, I don't really want to watch. Like these games don't mean as much. Like guys are starting to still get the, the feeling for what's happening. This right here, you can't afford to take a game off in this type of season, especially because you're only playing your division. So it's like, Every game matters. It's going to be intense every time you watch it. And like I said earlier, this is where casual fans become hardcore fans because there's going to be so much passion in each and every one of these games. You can't, it's going to be impossible to not want to watch. All right. That's fair. Well, I'm, I'm going to move on from that, from that rivalry talk. Uh, you, you brought it though. I mean, that does give me something to be excited about. Uh, we're going to keep going with the teams, but before I do, I want to, I have one question about players. I want to know if there's somebody that you see taking like a big jump this season. Like, I guess maybe your breakout player. Do you have like a candidate for a casual hockey fan to watch? I'm just going to bring this player up here, right? Boom. Braden point from the Tampa Bay lightning. <laughs> yeah. Braden I'm going to be watching him already. <laughs> so I mentioned, I'll, I'll give a little spoiler alert. I mentioned the lightning twice in today's show. This is the first time, and it's Braden Point. The Lightning are without Nikita Kucherov this season. Last yeah. season, they were out without Steven Stamkos. So it's like they can't have all three guys in the lineup at the same time. Braden Point's been the one that's consistently been in the lineup. Now Nikita Kucherov is out, and they're going to rely on him so much more. He was absolutely insane in the playoffs, man. He was he was a killer. And I actually I brought this up here, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do one of these little numbers here and do that. And boom. Oh, we got we got some video here. We've got <laughs> video here. I'm excited for it. This is Braden Point in the playoffs. These are two goals that Braden Point had in the playoffs. Right here, you watch this play. Braden Point 21 in white. He jams this one home. This this yeah. type of play from a star type of player that he is, it doesn't happen often. He's a, he he can shoot the puck as you can see in this goal. He can shoot the puck. He is a pure sniper of a player. He's got a wicked shot, but he's also able to grind it out. And also, this goal was clutch. This was in the fifth overtime yeah. against Columbus. Yeah. I was so excited for this game alone. I was so hyped. I was too. Needed it. He's Especially able, after being swept by them the year before. He's able to snipe the puck. He's able to grind it out. He's going to be relied on super heavily this season. And I think Braden Point is going to be a breakout star this season. Let me go back to boom. There we are again. Braden <laughs> I get that. That's understandable. Man. That first that first goal you showed, I think he did that in like he was he was doing that all game where he kind of gets behind the net and tries to sneak up into the crease and and hit a one timer home. And I, I it finally worked. I think he missed like twice before that goal actually went in. I remember watching that game like and, glued to the TV. That, they had and, some epic playoff games this season. And that's something that that is a, a really good point for Braden Point, though. Really good point for Braden Point. All the puns are <laughs> there. But he is a guy that you say that he missed a few of those opportunities earlier on in that same game. Yes, he did. But the thing is, is Braden Point's always there. He is oh, such yeah. a good player. 
I even did an assignment on him in our for for full sale where I was like, he's the player to watch for next season. And I'm 100% still on board for that because I think he is a stud of a player. Watch out for Braden Point. I'm going to do a question B on this. How big of a loss? I mean, I know how good Nikita Kucherov is. How big of a loss do you think that's going to be with the Steven Samkos coming back? I mean, is that going to kind of level it off or? I think it still depends on, I think it still depends on Steven Stamkos' health. Because if Steven Samkos can't stay healthy and you're only relying on Braden Point in that team, I mean, they, they've got a great team. They yeah. have been, realistically looking at it, what they did last season from what they did last season, it's still pretty much the same exact team. You didn't really lose that many players. You lost, you lost a few guys because you had to get on, you had to get back to the cap floor. Their team is still pretty much, they still got Andre Vasilevsky, still got Braden point, still got Victor Hedman. The stars are still there. So losing Kucherov is going to hurt in the goal scoring department, but because of Braden point being my player to watch for, I think they're going to be okay. Good. Good. good, good, good. No, not good. Not good. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I undersold it. Great. Oh, easy, <laughs> easy there, Tony Tiger. And, and also their division. I'm not I'm not a fan of all the teams in their division. So Tampa Tampa's one of those teams that I think has the easiest road to return to the playoffs, by the way, because their division is not that good. I'm okay with that as long as we show up when it matters. I don't want it to be something like the year before where, you know, we're the best team in the league and then all of a sudden you don't show up in the playoffs. So as long as they understand, you know, to get it going and get it popping at the right time, I'm all right with that. I'd rather be a little easier that way. They're not, you know, broken down and battered come playoff time. So, you know. Every every league has had to face some differences and some adversity this year. So it's not like there's going to be an asterisk or anything. A championship this year is a championship any other year. So we're going to keep it moving. I'm going to get into some teams here. Now, so you told me what player to watch. What's the team that you think is the team to watch this year? Like, what's going to be the most fun team to watch, actually? If I'm a casual hockey fan, what's going to make me want to watch hockey? What team will do that for me? I, the team to watch for this season, to me, it's the Colorado Avalanche. I think that their team, they they were able to score a lot of big deals this offseason. They were able to acquire Brandon Saad from the Chicago Blackhawks, who has a lot of experience. And that team already is a great team. You got Miko Rontanen. You got the one of the best hockey players in the game in Nathan McKinnon, a great captain in Gabriel Landeskog. Oh, and by the way, you have one of the best up-and-coming defensemen of <laughs> that this game has ever seen in Kale McCarr. From UMass, by the way, big time USA hockey guy. You got Kale McCarr, you got Nathan McKinnon. All the stars are there. It's only going to come down to goaltending for this team. It's the biggest question, but this team is so much fun to watch. Nate, watch Nathan McKinnon is one of the fastest players in the game. The team itself is one of the fastest teams in the game. So speed alone is something that you can get excited for. And let me take it. Let me show you guys a little something, something here. Oh, it's oh, it's it's too small, but. It'll work. <laughs> this right here is Colorado Avalanche in blue. Their goaltending here is something that I was talking about as a concern, but this is one of their goalies making an, making an incredible save. Jeez. Watch this. Yeah. First save, second save, third save, fourth save. That is <laughs> oh, and then, hey, guess what? They have players that can do this. Mm. Oof. That's a backhand. That's a yeah. backhand shot that is just as a hockey player, I've played the game. A back, scoring a backhand goal alone is difficult. Being able to do that is absolutely insane. 
to be able to I'm separate. I was more impressed with that turn. It's so smooth to just get away from. Oh, so and smooth. He, he's a big guy too. He is a big guy, and but these are the type of plays that the Colorado Avalanche bring every game with guys like Miko Rondon, guys like Nathan McKinnon. These guys are absolutely insane. And oh, hey, we just added Brandon Saad, who's a Stanley Cup champion, to the lineup. This team is stacked, man. They're one of my favorite teams to watch. For you guys at home, they will be a team that you guys definitely need to watch for. They also got those real nice jerseys. You remember the ones I was talking about with the elephant on the front, and then they yeah, stole the face logo. The elephant on the front. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Now, those jerseys were sick. I'm glad we got to talk about them a little bit. That, that was where our first hype train for hockey started. That's yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. You should use that hype train for hockey. There you go, buddy. It. That's going to be what the episode on, on Apple Podcast is going to be named. Hype for hype train for hockey. Got it. Get it. Get it. All right. All right. So that's the team that's we're going to be watching. Now, what team do you have that you expect to like be the new hotness? Like they're going to be a big surprise. You know, they're going to step out a lot better than they were last year. Catch some people by storm. So last season, this team kind of made a step forward uh, in terms of like getting their team name onto the like really into people's minds this season, they're going to become the full out new hotness. Colorado was it last season. Obviously they're now the team to watch for and the team to watch this season. It's the Vancouver Canucks. They are a team with a lot of young talent. They have, they just got a Stanley cup winning goaltender in Braden Holpe. They lost Jacob Martin. They lost some good pieces. They did, but they bring in a guy like Braden Holpe. They have a guy like Nate Schmidt on their team who is an absolute locker room leader. He's a great – he's a good, solid defenseman. I wouldn't say he's at the top of the list in terms of defensemen, but he is a very, very solid piece of the puzzle. They have a lot of young talent. They still have Elias Pettersson. They have Brock Besser, also another USA hockey guy, went to North Dakota, big-time USA hockey guy. Their team is at, I'm sorry. That's going to be my theme. I, I, lo- I love – apologizing for repping your country? That don't I mean, even make sense. I know it's hard to do right now, but let's be honest. We still we, we still got the patriotism within. <laughs> don't USA all the way, baby. USA all the way. But the Vancouver Canucks, though, are the team, are, are going to be the new hotness because of all the young talent that they have on their team. They added a guy like Braden Holpe, who's going to be a solid backstop for their team. They're going to make the playoffs this season. They're in a really tough division. Like that North division, man, of all those Canadian teams, I'll pull that up one more time here for everybody. That that division here is absolutely going to be so much fun to watch. Vancouver's hot. Toronto's really good. Ottawa's starting to step up. Montreal's good. I mean, they're, that is one of the toughest divisions in the league right now is that North Division. That's going to be so much fun to watch. But, hey, Vancouver, the new hotness. Calling it right now. All right. Is Toronto going to be – is Toronto still going to be in that top ten of the pack type area? They are. They're a they team are. I remember from last year. They gave they gave Tampa Bay a pretty decent uh, back and forth throughout the season, if I recall correctly. They're 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 a really good team. They have a lot of young talent. So if I were to make a comparison here with that team, oh man, what would I say? What would I say? Uh, they're they're like the Cardinals, but with a lot more success. They're very young. They have a lot of young talent. What would be Larry Fitzgerald would be Joe Thornton, of course, because the two veterans here. Uh, yeah. Oh man, this is that's would, a tough. Would the Bills have been better? No, no. I think Arizona is they're they're a team that has a lot of young pieces. There are a lot of young pieces of young coach like Cliff Kingsbury in football for Toronto, though. Austin Matthews is a stud. Again, 
you <laughs> a hockey big time Arizona boy right there. But the, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs, their team, they don't have the defense. I don't think Toronto is going to be good enough to make it far, but they are definitely a team to watch out for because of how much talent alone they have on their team. Just like, just like, All right. All right. I see, uh, you know, you're talking about that Canadian division and they stood out. I just had to know, I got to know what teams I'm looking for that. I need to sit down in my chair and be hold on real tight. Make sure my lightning keep going. I would, I would, hold, I would hold on to your chair just because of that Calgary at, at the Calgary Edmonton rivalry. The the problem with that is though, real quick, those games are on very late. They're at like ten yeah. o'clock at night. They're very late games, but if you can stay up for it. Those games are worth the watch because, like, I'm telling you, man, those fights, those the the pure passion, aggression, physicality, and not to mention, by the way, I mean. He, there's a lot of fights, there's a lot of banging bodies, there's a lot of hits. But Connor McDavid is still on Edmonton. He's the best player in the league. It's, I mean, well, you can't go wrong with those games. Believe it or not, a lot of basketball people do kind of get down with hockey. And, and a lot of it has to do with the, the finals and the playoffs are simultaneous. So there'll be sometimes you're getting ready to watch a basketball game. You have to wait for a hockey game to be over, vice versa. And when it comes to watching those games late, I'm already watching basketball games that go on at 1030 for the West Coast anyways. So that's not even going to be an issue for me. You, you, you mark me down a calendar of some games I need to watch, and I'll, uh, I'll pull them up. Yeah, pull them up. Hey, anytime you see Edmonton and Calgary on that list, there's your watch. Gotcha. All right, so the Vancouver Canucks, a new hotness. Yep, 100%. What's the team that's fizzling out then? What's the team that basically can lay down on the ice because they're cold? Oh boy! Oh, not making it back to the playoffs this year in layman terms. <laughs> these these fans are not going to like it. They're very they're a very fat, passionate fan fan group here. I used to live up there. I know it for a fact. But the Boston Bruins are a team that are trending Ooh. down. They lost two key players on the back end. They lost Tori Krug to St. Louis, and they lost Sedano Chara. Big Z, big Sedano Chara. Their captain, by the way. This is like another just to give you guys background here. Daniel Chara is the Tom Brady. Not I wouldn't say he's the goat of hockey, but he he was there. He was in Boston for so long. He was the captain, the leader, the backbone of this team. The guy broke his jaw in the last playoffs, played through it, and was an absolute warrior. They lost him. They also lost one of their best defensemen in Tory Krug. They lost so many pieces this season or this offseason, and now they're going into the next season with no new additions. They they one of the biggest problems for the Boston Bruins was the fact that they lacked depth on the offensive side. They didn't do anything to address that. They still have only that top line of Bergeron, Pasanak, and Marchand, my boy, my boy Brad Marchand. They still have those three guys that isn't enough. It hasn't been enough for them in the past, and it won't be enough this season. And not to mention, I'll pull this back up one more time so we can look at that Eastern division. That division is tight. Boston is only – so a little background here. Only four teams from each division make it. That division alone, right off the bat, you have the Capitals, who are a perennial playoff team. Pittsburgh, who's got the – still has one of the best players in the league. Philadelphia, who's hot. And then you have the Rangers, the Islanders, and an up-and-coming Buffalo Sabres team and even New Jersey, that division is one of the best in the league now. 
and Boston just didn't do enough to make themselves a contender. I think they miss. I think they missed the playoffs this season. I I do because of how good that division is. I think they missed the playoffs. And I'm gonna pull this comment up here. I'm gonna pull this comment up here just as a shout out to one of my boys <laughs> here. I know. I know the football talk had a lot of your guys in it. A lot of your friends were commenting in it. This is one of my boys here. He captained my college hockey team that I played for. He was he was the guy, man. He was the guy. And also Brad Marshan, Brad Marshy here. Yeah. He is that's the guy who licks people, by the way. That's the yeah, guy who, I, I know all about Brad Marshan. <laughs> he's a legend. I love that guy. He literally, if you want to get to know my hockey personality, he is the guy I idolize because he's small, he's gritty. He's a rat. Lick people. Does whatever it takes to win the hockey game. Even lick people. He's my boy. Brad Marchand, <laughs> the man. The man. Maddie Lane is the man. Let's go. All right. I I gotta tell you, I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate you on the bold take because a lot of people, you know, they could have took an easy route out and gone with a really bad team, and uh, you know, for you to take a team like Boston. And you know how Boston are about their sports, no matter what the sport is, and say they're not making the playoffs. I had people get at me about my Houston Rockets take and my Toronto Raptors take. Standing firm. I mean, it is what I, it's what you believe, and that's how that's how it's supposed to go down. So major props there. You're watching the Rough Cut with your boy AJ Johnson and the one and only Vinny Milani. We are talking some hockey. Vinny Milani, the resident hockey know-it-all, is running us through the puck drops. On the 13th, his Rangers play on the 14th. USA just took home the gold not three days ago, like two, like two and a half, maybe yeah, yeah. 36 hours. <laughs> I'm buzzing about it, man. I'm still buzzing, as you can see. As yes, we are, we are in the winter fields, and we are talking some hockey. All right. We're about, <laughs> to, we're about to drop that puck on the 13th. Yep. When that yep. happens, who is the best team in the league? When that puck drops, I mentioned earlier that I will bring up the Tampa Bay Lightning twice. This would be the second time I would be bringing up the Tampa Bay Lightning because they are the top dog in the NHL right now. Not only because they won the Stanley Cup, but like I mentioned before, they did not lose a lot of pieces to where they they are set back. They didn't. They are still a great team. Okay, they still have a bunch of pieces. Victor Hedman, Ryan McDonough. That back end is so strong, so strong. Yeah. And then you got guys like Braden Point. Patrick Maroon is still on that team. I mean, they still have that balance of grit. They still have that balance of toughness and the skill of the team. I mean, it is hard to argue that the Tampa Bay Lightning are not the still the top dogs in the league. It's really just impossible to argue that. As much as I don't like the team, as much as I hate the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I will say it, I don't so mind it's on the air here. I hate the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't like them. Okay? I don't like them. They, it, it's, it's crazy. People come up to me all the time. It's like, how much do you hate the Philadelphia Flyers? How much do you hate the, the New York Islanders or anything like that as a Ranger fan? And I'm like, you know, honestly, I hate the Tampa Bay Lightning more than the, the, the normal rivals of the, the Rangers. Like, I hate, them the, I hate them the most. It's kind of like the Gators. Like, I hate, I hate the Gators the most. Like they're the team. Like their fans suck. Their team is worse, and it's just it's the same for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Same for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Their fan. Oh, I'm, I I don't. I might get heat for that. Their fans suck, and their team I hate so much. I'm gonna write. I, I'm I'm saying it right there. Sorry if I get a lot of heat for it. You will. Tampa Bay fans don't suck. We're nice. 
We enjoy people. We Dude, we revel I, in being the best. That's all it is. I I went so I went to the most. This is the most heartbreaking sporting event I've ever been to. Oh, when the Rangers played the Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals in 2015, I went to the game, and after we lost in heartbreaking fashion in overtime. I was walking out with my family, with my family. My wife was there. My brother was there. His wife was there. My mom, my mama was there, man. My mama was there. And these fans are ripping us to shreds, yelling at us, like just being the most disrespectful winners I've ever seen. And I'm like, man, why you got to do that? Why can't you just lose with like dignity or passion? Like what? Or like, why can't, why, why can't you just be a graceful loser or winner? But they can't. You don't, you don't can't. judge a fan base by the few. You judge it by the many. Yes, there are always a few bad apples in every fan base. I'll but give it credit. Many. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit here. Tampa, the hockey town, it's incredible. That is – Tampa is becoming – obviously the Bucks are a big deal because Tom Brady's there. Tampa belongs to the Lightning, okay? The city yeah. of Tampa belongs to the Tampa Bay Lightning – Two Stanley Cups now, a great team, a great organization, great management, great for the city. Hockey, they have one of the best hockey rinks there of I've ever been to, Wesley Chapel. It, it, oh, man, I can go on and on. But, hey, Tampa Bay Lightning fans, you're the worst. <laughs> I have one more question about the team, and I'm going to let you – I'm going to move on with that. And this is, this is just because I really want to know your opinion on it. So – Two years ago, I, you know, was when I started really paying a little bit more attention to hockey. And, uh, you know, watching the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're having the season that they had, and then they get swept in the playoffs. And there was a lot of questions about the coaching. Then they come back and they win the Stanley Cup playoffs. Granted, in a season with a little bit of, let's say, panache to be nice, you know, (laughs) What what's your assessment on their coach and how he's been running things? The the I mean, obviously he got saved by winning a Stanley Cup Finals, but I mean that that being swept in the first round the year before was a big deal to a lot of Tampa fans. If John Cooper would have lost and not made it to the finals in that season and not won the Stanley Cup, John Cooper would have been fired. John, okay. my opinion, I said it before the season started. If the Tampa Bay Lightning don't make a deep run and win a Stanley Cup, John Cooper will be fired because I thought he was a terrible. Going into that 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 season, that playoff, I was like, John Cooper is the worst coach, one of the worst coaches in the league. Literally, I said I said on I've said it before many of times. I said he was the worst coach in the league, and the reason behind that was because of that series last year, two years ago, when they play, played the Columbus Blue Jackets and got swept because there was no in-game adjustments from this coach, and then this past season happened. And in a playoff where adjustments had to be made left and right, not only on the ice, but off the ice with their, with how you're practicing right. in the bubble, all these different things, John Cooper stepped up. John Cooper showed up and ended up winning the Stanley Cup and being a big part in that Stanley Cup win. And I, I ate my words. I ate my words in that season because John Cooper proved me wrong that he could make the adjustments. I mean, he played the Columbus Blue Jackets in the first round, five overtimes. That series was tight. That series yeah tight and he ended up making the proper adjustments ended up sealing the deal for the lightning and after that series i was like man the Tampa lightning are going to be hard to beat and they could easily yeah. make a run for the stanley cup and obviously they obviously they did and john cooper was a big part of that all right he, you were close to well you were basically spot on where my assessment was like i remember that first year when they got swept by the blue jackets like and not knowing much about hockey but just knowing enough about sports every single game had me questioning like 
what are y'all doing when you leave the rink? Like, what are y'all doing in the in the locker room? Everything looks the same from game to game, and it's not working. And I remember, I remember being like just angry. And so I, I just needed to know if someone, if you know, that was the the normal chatter going on in hockey forums. And yeah, I've been so. Oh, I literally came out. I said I was like, if John Cooper doesn't make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and possibly win it, he will be fired. And he ended up. He ended up doing it. He ended up sealing the deal, and he's he's here to stay. I mean, I, I want to see if he can do it again. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to hate on him this season. He did. He did what he was supposed to do and earned the respect. Obviously, my so, respect means the most. So yesterday, so yesterday we had people coming at us left to right and telling us why we were wrong. And uh, another one of your friends is in the chat right now, <laughs> Taylor Brooke, does not like your take on John Cooper. Do you have any words for Taylor? Also a captain of that Flagler hockey team that I played for. I mean, this is, it's, it's great. First of all, it's great to see everyone in the chat buzzing right now for hockey, for the show, everything like that. Thank you guys for watching. But Taylor, I stand by what I said and I don't take it back. But hey, honestly, I was wrong. And I, I will go out and say, I, it takes a man to say he's wrong. I was wrong about John Cooper. And hey, I was wrong about Braden Point. I just made Braden Point the player to watch. And before that past season, I was literally saying that – oh, look, look at Taylor just coming into the comments saying all this good stuff <laughs> about himself. But Braden Point, though, he literally – he before the playoffs, before that season, I was like, Braden Point relies too much on Nikita Kucherov to make him a better player. And mm-hmm. once again, I was proven wrong by the Tampa Bay Lightning, by Braden Point. So those two guys, John Cooper and Braden Point, I was extremely wrong about. And I'll own up to it. I'll own up to it, man. I was so wrong about that. Now I'm on the hype train for them. Well, I'm not going to say I'm on the hype train. Got him. I, Got I, respect, him. I respect Braden Point, and I respect John Cooper. How about that? That's as far you as I'll go. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We love, we love having great takes on the rough cut, and you heard it here. Brand new Tampa Bay Lightning fan, Vinny Milani, everybody. I'm so Simmer proud. Down. Thank you, Simmer man. down. That's great. Simmer down. That's great. Simmer down. Fantastic. Braden Point's your boy. No, it's no, there. no, no, sir. We can move on now. We can move on. <laughs> we spent All way right. too long talking about me being wrong. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> you should probably get used to it. You picked to do a show with me, buddy. All right. <laughs> so, you knew we were going to get to it. And I know yep. it's early. It's preseason. <laughs> Whatever that means this year. This, yeah, this, it's, year. Yeah. <laughs> it, this is preseason. No games. Just talk. Right now. And I'll, I'll say it, you, you reserve the right to change your pick as the season waves on. It's right now, though. Who is your Stanley Cup champion? My Stanley Cup champion? Three times. You and I discussed You and I discussed the matchup here. I didn't even know that I was going to pick a Stanley Cup champion. Oh, my I God. Who takes it all? Okay. I know, all I right. know, I know. I, 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 see, there. That's cool. I see it in the notes here. So this is my matchup here. You can see below. I have the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Philadelphia Flyers in the Stanley Cup Finals because I think both those teams are very, very good teams. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Hold up here. Hold up here. Hold up. We got to pause. We got to pause everything. Got to take this down. Got to take this down and just show this here real quick. Rangers in the playoffs, baby. Rangers <laughs> the playoffs. Love this comment. Love everything about it. It's right here. I'm pointing over here, but it's really over here. Rangers <laughs> playoffs. I, the best comment of the day here. Best comment I've ever <laughs> seen. You know. Just letting you know, Rangers in the playoffs. That's that's all I need. 
for the Stanley Cup for Stanley Cup purposes, it's going to be the Colorado Avalanche and the Philadelphia Flyers. I think the Philadelphia Flyers end up knocking out the Tampa Bay Lightning in the East. What would be the conference finals? They're not doing that this season. The playoffs right. are absolutely wild. The playoffs are going to be wild this season, man. So four, so four teams from each division get in, and then yeah. those teams of each division like they play each other inner division play for rounds one and two whoever makes it out of those rounds get regrouped together in seating for who is the best from the or and the worst in the regular season and we could end up with crazy matchups that we've never seen before like we could literally see a a matchup of like boston versus toronto in the in the in the in the conference finals like that normally that would never happen you wouldn't be able to see that. Yeah. Although I think Boston yeah. doesn't make the playoffs. I don't think Boston makes the playoffs. Right, right, right. But I think I think you could see these incredible matchups here that is going to be so much fun to watch. You could literally see a Calgary Edmonton conference final that you wouldn't be able to see in a normal season. But you're gonna see a Philadelphia Flyers in the you're gonna see the Philadelphia Flyers beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in one side, and then you're gonna see the Colorado Avalanche beat let's say oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh let's say the Colorado right now the thing is is so Colorado Colorado has and this is why I have Colorado winning the Stanley Cup oh you didn't even want to make a prediction five seconds ago I'm not like remember when you paused your predictions here you didn't want to make your NBA predictions I remember? had a reason for that Oh, no, 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 no reason. No reason here. I, I own up to this right now. I'm owning up. The Colorado Avalanche are the Stanley Cup champions this year because their division is so tough for the playoffs. For the playoffs, I, I know they have the Kings, the Ducks, the Sharks in that division. They're easy matchups. But there's going to be four teams that are great teams making the playoffs. It's going to be Colorado. It's going to be Vegas, who's another solid team. It's going to be St. Louis, and it's Oh, man, that could be my bold take of the year. The Los Angeles. I, I'm high on the Los Angeles Kings, by the way, this season. Taylor's dropping the hot take here of, of the Rangers going going big. But I'm talking about the Los Angeles Kings, man. I love Quentin Byfield. Love the prospects that they have in that team. Drew Doughty, Alex Turcott. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a stud, stud team. But hey, the Colorado Avalanche have a tough road ahead of them to make it to the Stanley Cup finals. And if they do, they're going to be buzzing because they're going to have to make a lot. They're going to have to beat a lot of great teams on their way to that. So the Colorado Avalanche, the Philadelphia Flyers, Colorado Avalanche win the Stanley Cup. And one last thing, one last thing. I feel weird saying that. I feel weird saying that. <laughs> at least with Philadelphia in at least with Philadelphia in the Stanley Cup finals. But it's going to be a weird season. There's going to be so many weird things happening. It's going to be absolutely banana lands. Like, it's going to be crazy. But like Colorado, <laughs> Philadelphia, Stanley Cup Finals, Colorado Avalanche win. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, I love this comment. Taylor's killing it with – you know, after Taylor called me out here, I, I he's just killing it with the, with the takes here. I'll, so we're running – we're almost running out of time here. But this comment here, Alexi Lafreniere – versus Quentin Byfield in three years. So Quentin Byfield of the Los Angeles Kings, Alexei Lafreniere, Pepe Le Pew, I like to call him, for the New York Rangers. Oh, my Le- my yo, my Alexa heard me saying Alexei Lafreniere and went off. Wild. <laughs> these two kids here, they're going to take over the, li- the league. Tim Stutzel of the Ottawa Senators is also a stud. There's so much young talent in this league right now. It's going to be so much fun. 
for for our casual fans, uh, player comparisons. Who is Lafreniere and football? Who's Byfield in football? So Alexei Lafreniere was the first overall pick by the New York Rangers. So right. he, we've talked about him a few times. He's not a center, so I can't compare him to a quarterback. I want to say Alexei Lafreniere would be compared to Chase Young. Ah, no, Chase. But Chase Young should have been the first overall. Oh man, who was the first overall pick that really? Uh, that wasn't a quarterback. Who was the last first overall pick that wasn't a quarterback? I'm trying to think. I mean, I mean, it'd be Miles Garrett was last okay. after that. Well, Lafreniere is Miles Garrett. He would be the guy who's now. He doesn't play the most important position on a team, but if he could, he would. Like he is that good of a player. Alexi Lafreniere is compared to a Sidney Crosby. Like his ceiling is Sidney Crosby, like the greatest <laughs> player in the game. Quinn Byfield, on the other hand, was the second round, was the second pick in that draft. And as a Ranger fan, Ranger fans give me a lot of crap for this. I wanted Quinn Byfield over Alexi Lafreniere. And that's mm-hmm. a player who was, Alexi Lafreniere was compared to Sidney Crosby. So, like, this is a big deal for saying this. I this is like, this too, right? This is he was in the minors, right? So, so Quinn Byfield played for one of the major junior teams. I can't remember which one, but he played for, so, he played for Team Canada this year and was a big part of Team Canada's success this year. Lafreniere was a big part of Canada winning gold last year. But Quinton Byfield is a big body center who the Rangers have needed for a very, very long time. But they did. They went Lafreniere, which was the right pick. But I almost wanted Quinton Byfield more. Quinton Byfield's comparison here to another pro would be another NFL player. Oh, man. Second overall pick, big body. He would be Chase Young. He would be Chase Young. Like, that would be the player here. He should have went first overall, but he didn't because team needs. Needs, right. Exactly. So he he's a guy who's going to come into the league, light it up. He's pro-ready. His body's pro-ready. He's a big-time player. He was huge for Team Canada in their success this year. Of course, USA knocked him out. But it's going to be a stud. It's going to be like Chase Young. Chase Young versus Joe Burrow. That's what it is. Sorry I sorry it took me so long to actually get that. But Alexei Lafreniere was Joe Burrow. He tore it up at the junior level, just like Joe Burrow tore it up at the college level. He was picked first overall. Then Chase Young was picked. And it's like the two guys are both studs at their respective positions. Which one's going to perform better? Okay. I'm, I'm excited to see it, man. I'm very, very excited to see it. It's a good take. All right. Good. I like to know about the youngsters because that's kind of the way you get it, right? So if you're in the if you're a casual fan, you start watching a sport, you pick it up here and there. You want to know about the future, you know. So if you're if you're excited about the young studs and you're still a casual fan in two three years, well, at least now the guys that you were looking at have blossomed into actual professionals at their level and have developed a little bit. So now you can see what was and what they came from, and I think that could be something that flips the switch and turns somebody into a fan to a certain sport. So. I got those guys written down in my notes. I'm going to be keeping an eye on some stats and, and some, be, uh, I call it empty stats, some empty calorie stats. This is, this is, uh, so a lot, I can, I go, I can talk all day for hockey, but literally like this season, this is the most competitive rookie of the year vote that you're probably going to get. You got Quentin Byfield, you got Alexi Lafreniere, you got fellow Ranger player Igor Shesterkin and Net, who's also going to be in that conversation. Tim Stutzel from Ottawa. There's so many young players, rookies this season. It's going to be the most competitive, what we call the Calder Trophy. That's the rookie yeah. of the year for us. So that would it's going to be literally the most 
competitive Calder Trophy race you will ever see in history. In the history of the NHL, this year will be the most competitive Calder Trophy race you'll ever see. Calling it right now. Who you got winning it? Elect. Oh. Oh, got him. Put the paws on him. <sighs> I think. Oh, he took right here, right here. Tim Stutz. So that's pronounced Stutzel, by the way. He's 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 a uh, German. He's a German-born player. He plays for the Ottawa Senators. He, he, I mean, he he is the guy. I, like Alexei Lafreniere is the big name. He is the guy who most people expect. But I think Tim Stutzel here for Calder is the right answer because. The kid lit it up in the World Junior Tournament. He was one of the most impressive players in the World Junior Tournament. He played for a really crappy Germany team, but he is an absolute stud. He is Stutzla. Oh, pronunciation right here. Stutzla. <laughs> Sorry. Forgot about that. He lit, <laughs> what but would he, you do without Taylor in the chat? He's a, he's a stud. What would I, Taylor, Taylor has gotten me through a lot of things, man. So it's – what would ta- yeah, basically that is a life thing right there. But Tim Stutzla is an absolute stud. He's a goal-scoring machine. That Ottawa Senators team is very young and up-and-coming. That's the pick for Calder right there, Tim Stutzla. All right. Look at that. You got names that I didn't expect to come out. You gave me the Lafreniere and the Byfield, and then you're like, oh, by the way, there's this other guy that I didn't even mention. He's sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. I mean, dude, there is, like I said, the most competitive Calder race you will ever see. I like that. I like I like when those happen. By the way, my NBA rookie of the year race is looking very very competitive as well. My one and two are back and forth, hardcore. It's making me nervous. I got to remember I'm not even ten games in because I'm like, ah, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> nah, I, I got this. this that's, is a good thing about, that's a good thing about your any predictions for baseball, hockey, or basketball. It's literally like you can make your predictions at the beginning of the season, and if it looks bad at first, you can you can always fall back on. There's still time. There's still time. Yeah, yeah. And the season end starts creeping closer, and it's like, there's no time anymore. It was a bad take. Let me get on camera and redo this. Uh-huh. <laughs> my, my, lab, my pre-playoff take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have no problem coming out here and saying I'm wrong because it happens all the time. All the time. <laughs> Fantastic. Vinny, do you think you got us some casual fans today in hockey? You think you, you, you <laughs> upped the on- fan number? Based off the comments, it looks like all my hockey boys were in here. So at least I got I got them buzzing about the season. But if you're watching this right now, which obviously you can still watch it, it's going to be on our Facebook page at the Rough Cut Sportscast. You can still check it out. You can learn about the game. And I mean, give it a chance. Like give like seriously, hockey is one of those sports that no one gives a chance. But once they do, they get buzzing on it. It's yeah. one of those sports that like. Yeah, the the puck is the hardest thing to follow, but yeah. watch the speed, watch the physicality. I mean, this is this sport alone, man. Like, you don't get penalties for hitting someone hard. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, like there's fighting allowed. Like, obviously, as a, as a that's, pure how hockey, I, that's how I send it to people. <laughs> I honestly, as a pure hockey fan that I am, as a hardcore guy that I am for hockey. I don't like the fans that come in and only watch it for the fights, but it's a thing. It's a marketable thing. Any type of growth that this game can get, bring it on. Literally, they they, they they added like this season, they added sponsors that are going to be logos on the helmets. Like that's going to be a thing. It breaks tradition, but it makes them money. All the, all the divisions now have sponsors attached to their names. It yeah. makes the league money. These are great ideas. The hockey purists back off. Because this is growing the game, and it's yeah. exactly what we want. 
I like that sponsor thing too because I'll say when they talk, talked about it in basketball, a lot of people are like, no, don't do that. Don't ruin it. Everybody gets the idea that when people put sponsors on a jersey or a helmet or something, it's going to be like NASCAR. No, man. It was a small little patch right on the top of the jersey. You can clearly see it. Your jersey still looks clean. So I'm imagining it's going to be something similar with the helmets. And you're right, especially after a season where they've lost millions of dollars due to COVID, they need a way to get their money back if you don't want to see – you know, things like the AAF happen and, and yeah. XFL. Yeah. Not that I think the NHL is in any danger of that, but I mean, you yeah, know, you, you're, you're talking see, about millions. You want to see your league thrive. You want to see your league right. step up and make money and grow. And this is a, the exact way to do it, man. This is, I mean, this is yeah. it. And I'm excited for this season. Yeah, that's fantastic. Vinny, any final words before we take off here today? Uh, Three words, three words. Let's go, Rangers. I'll repeat that. Let's. No, no, you said three go. words. You said three words. We're good. We're done. Only I'm going to repeat that okay. one more time. I'm going to repeat like, that one more time. That, that'd be nine words. Let's go, Rangers. Okay. Also, last thing USA hockey, baby. <laughs> USA hockey. All right. Join us on Friday when we teach Vinny how to count. tomorrow because it's fun and games friday baby yes sir sir. fun and games friday is on the way tomorrow same time same place we are doing a very good game you thought i was gonna give it away that's not my style but join us tomorrow fun and games friday it has been your boy aj johnson with the one and only Vinny milani Go check out HalftimesportsCollectibles.com. Go get that hockey jersey. Go get that football helmet. Go get that he who shall not be named signed cleat. Hit that like. Hit that share. Hit that subscribe on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports. On Twitter at Rough Cut underscore sports. On Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. Hit that like. Hit that follow. Hit that share. Tell your mama. Tell your daddy. Tell your brother. Tell your sister. Tell your cousin. Tell your auntie. Tell your uncle. Tell everybody. There's so many family. There's so many people in the family. I just can't keep up with it, man. I just can't keep up. I don't have that many people in my family. AJ, do you have any last words? Like that? Like that review? Hit that review. Wherever it's in a podcast, once you listen to us, write a review. Five stars. I don't even care if you do five stars and then comment, I hate these guys. Five stars. And then that way we can break the mold and get into 2021 with this six-star content that the Rough Cut Sports will be bringing. From the Rough Cut Sports cast. Adios, turd nuggets. We will see y'all tomorrow for Fun and Games Friday.